Good morning. The Board of Supervisors Transportation and Land Use Committee has moved plans for a data center complex on Goose Creek one step closer to approval and taken some unusual steps to speed that along. For Friday, December 15th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. The Board of Supervisors is phasing an application to put a 750,000 square foot data center complex on 106 undeveloped acres between Sicklin Road, the Dulles Greenway, and Goose Creek. It's about 1.6 times as large as the Leesburg outlets, and unless someone changes their vote, it's going to get approved. The board was set to approve it 5-4 to four at its meeting December 5th, recognizing that one of its opponents, Vice Chair Ralph Bona, suggested first sending it to committee for more work to at least make it the best application it could be. That suggestion was narrowly approved. Transportation and Land Use Committee Chair Suzanne Volpe called a special meeting of that committee this Wednesday. The meeting was also limited to an hour long, and during that meeting, she took the unusual step of enforcing time limits on discussion among the committee's members, giving each three minutes. That irked the two members of the committee who opposed the application, County Chair Phyllis Randall and Supervisor Gary Higgins. Here's Chair Randall. We have never run a time frame to a clock on in the, in the subcommittee meeting because it's the subcommittee meetings are where we need to get all of our questions answered so that we can make better decisions when we get to the full board, and it's hard to do that in three minutes. The project is in Supervisor Higgins' district. I, too, tried to uh, convince the chair of the committee not to rush this meeting so we'd have more time to talk about these things, but... She chose not to, so here we are. The critical action date, by which time the board must make a decision on the application, is in May 2018. This project is opposed by the four supervisors whose district touch this property. Catoctin District Supervisor Gary Higgins, Ashburn District Supervisor Ralph Bona, Blue Ridge District Supervisor Tony Buffington, and Countywide Chair Phyllis Randall. After the meeting, Volpe, the committee chair, said the special meeting was so the applicant wouldn't have to wait around until meetings in January or February. In her words, quote, you don't want an applicant to just wait for what could be the equivalent of six weeks not being able to do anything. This way, by having this meeting now, we've now given staff and the applicant the direction so they can work on revised site plans, revised proffers, etc., etc., so the process can continue to move forward, end quote. Randall and Higgins used their time in the committee meeting to point out what they see as the flaws in the application, centered largely on its impact on the creek, the environment, and the low-density development that county policy sets out for that area. This property is across the Dulles Greenway from an industrialized area that includes a Loudoun water facility, the Panda Stonewall Power Plant, and Luckstone property. The project's supporters on the board say that means the area is already industrialized. Its opponents point out you can't see over the Greenway from the property and say the line has to be drawn there. 
they're worried approving this application would open the floodgates to data centers further into undeveloped areas in the rural West. Here's Higgins again. If Goose Creek is not an adequate um, buffer and the whatever it is, four, six hundred feet of the greenway is not an adequate buffer, if this uh, facility is approved, what would be considered an adequate buffer to um, prohibit the growth of these one right after the other all the way up uh, that area. By the end of that committee meeting, Compass Data Centers, represented by the firm Cooley LLP, had volunteered to paint all the buildings on the campus in earth tones rather than just the buildings on the perimeter. The applicant resisted Higgins' suggestion to paint the buildings in digital camouflage. With approval, they would also commit to capping the maximum height of the buildings along Cichlin Road to 27 feet, providing a one-time $50,000 payout to the county for a scholarship, and planting trees and landscaping around the perimeter of the property to help screen the data center complex from the road. It also comes with some stormwater runoff mitigation and other environmental considerations. The applicant's opponents are concerned about putting an industrial facility upstream of a reservoir used for drinking water by Loudon Water. With the meeting running several minutes past the scheduled start of a full Board of Supervisors meeting in the same room, Randall suggested the panel adjourn before taking a final vote, which would have continued the issue to a future committee meeting. Supervisor Ron Meyer instead moved to call the question, cutting short any further debate and forcing an immediate vote. The committee sent the application back up to the full Board of Supervisors with a recommendation of approval. Supervisors Ron Meyer, Suzanne Volpe, and Kristen Umstadt voted in favor. Higgins and Randall were opposed. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the Loudoun County Corps of the Salvation Army is putting gifts under the tree for 1,500 children this year. Earlier this year, gift donors picked tags off angel trees set up in shopping centers around the county. Donors then purchased gifts for the children based on the age and gender of the child whose tag they grabbed. And yesterday morning, hundreds of moms and dads gathered inside a loading bay at the National Conference Center in Lansdowne to pick up Christmas gifts for their children. The Salvation Army had officially opened the doors to families for its annual Angel Tree Toys Distribution Program. Volunteers have been at the conference center every day of the week for a month, bagging the gifts to hand out. Many of the volunteers worked 12 hours a day every day this week to make sure everything was ready. Over the next few days, 708 more pre-registered families will make their way down to Lansdowne and pick up presents for their children. The victim and cause in a fatal house fire over the weekend have been identified. The Loudoun County Fire Marshal's Office has ruled that Sunday night's fatal house fire near Lovettsville was an accident caused by an electrical malfunction in the living room. The victim was 73-year-old Robert Steves. Just before 8.30 in the evening, December 10th, fire and rescue crews responded to Taylorstown Road east of Lovettsville. They'd had a phone call from an alarm company telling them a person was trapped inside. When firefighters got to the scene, the fire was already too intense to get inside, forcing them to attack the fire from outside until they could knock it down enough to get inside and search. They found Steve's dead on the first floor. The fire marshal's office said the home did not have working smoke alarms, and Mr. Steve's had limited mobility. A military veteran, Steve's and his late wife Paula moved to the home following his retirement in 1985. The home previously had belonged to his father-in-law. 
In the wake of this fire, the fire marshal's office is highlighting electrical cord safety. Of the tens of thousands of fires in the country caused by electrical malfunction, more than half involve cords or plugs. We've got more on our website, or you can always look at loudon.gov slash fire marshal. But briefly, make sure extension cords are rated for what you're using them for, use them only temporarily, and don't run them under doorways or carpets where you might not notice damage. With new management set to take control of Fireman's Field in Percival in two weeks, the town council is looking forward to making some more money off of it. Back in November, the town council awarded a five-year contract to Sean Alexander Enterprises and Play to Win, the same regional sports management company that runs Evergreen Sportsplex near Leesburg. They'll manage Fireman's Field, Hask Field, Dillon's Woods, and the Bush Tabernacle. The contract begins with the new year. They'll be paying the town almost four times as much as the town was getting before. The Percival Teen Center, which had been running the Bush Tabernacle, was paying the town $31,200 a year. The first year of the new contract will bring in $120,000 a year, and rent will go up $10,000 a year each year after that. Beginning in 2020, the firms will also have to pay part of their advertising revenues if they bring in more than $150,000. But before the town can make any money off the property, they'll have to sink some money into fixing it up. The town will spend up to $25,000 improving the Bush Tabernacle and another $10,000 cleaning up the complex. Mayor Quasi Frazier said the new arrangement could help dig the town out of its $60 million of debt. Play to Win Chief Marketing Officer Carolyn Dobson said they'd like to bring the place back to its original glory. And the Leesburg Commission on Public Art is accepting submissions for the second round of sculptures in Art Sparks, the Sculpture Garden in Rafflow Park. They'll be picking five works to stay there for two years from June 2018 to June 2020. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. While you're there, check out our articles on Marantha Edwards as she looks back on the past 18 years working in economic development in Leesburg and on Russell Seymour as he takes over running the Mason Enterprise Center. It's all at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, an awful lot. Today is the Christmas Village at Leesburg Animal Park from 6 to 9 p.m. It's Trivia Night at Vanish Farmwoods Brewery and Luckett's from 7 to 9 p.m. Get the Lead Out are playing Led Zepp at Tally Ho Theater in Leesburg at 7. It's the first ugly comedy show tonight at Beltway Brewing Company at 7.30. They'll have John Yeager, Matt Bergman, and Mike Berbiglia on stage. And of course, there's a prize for ugliest sweater. And the Seven Bins are playing Monk's Barbecue tonight in Percival at 8. Get the details and tickets for these events and check out the rest of the events calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, get a tattoo of our logo to tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great weekend and have a great day. Music